ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility. And from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, You Break I Fix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools. It's true. And it's also easy to visit youbreakifix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own You Break I Fix. Or cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility. And from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, You Break I Fix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools. It's true. And it's also easy to visit youbreakifix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own You Break I Fix. Blessed is the moonlight in the shadowlands. I walk beside her bright white dress and hand in hand. There is no place in society for me, for it's a racist time in 1923. Her blonde hair would flicker in the wind as we sat beneath the trees and sinned. This is just a poem of that day and reflects no views of mine, I'd like to say. But we both know that in any land back then, there could be only one way that this would end. I will not write that tragic fate, for in this world it is better to write of love and not hate. So I would move to the Silver City, become a detective, just me. The screams still haunt me at night. The nature of this land never felt right. Her fate propelled me forward in a way. Her loss now I felt keenly as I pray. I became a detective to help others. This was a land of free and name only. I sat in the church, stared at man. I was lonely. Their evil eyes burrowed into me, and I felt nine foot free. You see, in a world where only might makes right, it was up to people to see through that light. I'm not saying everyone was shit, and that's not the words that I spit. But at least back then, as I recount my memoirs, no coloured individual could go as far. I sit now in an old wooden chair, toasting to a better world, one of care. Back in 22, there was a scandal. My father and mother had said it wasn't too much to handle. He had made a joke about castrating me when he found my lover in me. This will ruin our family, don't you understand? That was the last time I felt my father's hand. My nose was bleeding and something in me was wrong, I thought. The officer laughed in consort. I sat with Lancet on the beat, on the bench. His black hat, long black trench. He said, we're all bastards in our father's eyes. And I sensed in him no lies. The next morning, paper had said my lover had raped me. In prison, he was led.
I awoke the same as I always did, put on shoes, greeted my kid. His name was Darnell, of mixed parentage. The loss of his mother brought us no advantage. I couldn't cook, at least not well. The boy had learned, and my heart swell. The morning, that morning he prepared breakfast and eggs, as he shifted the chair legs. I said, Darnell, please don't rock your chair. He said, yes, papa, but continued to stare. The grey sky had shone through the curtain, and I know for certain, somewhere the gods will grant us blessings, as I bandage up wounds with dressings. Darnell said, Dad, not again, not at the table. He feared he'd lose me too, the job wasn't stable. A wise man from this world once said, the root of all evil is money. It's true, poverty especially was the worst of these. Some people paid less because of their gender, some not paid at all. Poverty is a disease that this world and mine should have stomped out a long time ago. That's it, Washburn. I'm poverty. Poverty had stricken these streets. Poverty had stricken these streets like the turning wheel of history. Life repeats. They came into our family home, men of liberty, like birds they had flown. They told me that they had a case and needed a man that knew the underworld. Me being coloured had coloured their world. Still, it wasn't really their fault. That rumor was started by Lieutenant Holt. I served in the military since I was 15. Getting out at 26 was no longer a dream. Serving the assholes that made my life hell. I'd do it again for our nation that I won't sell. Donnell, I said, go to your room. Donnell muttered and left in the gloom. The gentleman in suits sat at the table. One said his name was Kane. I lit a cigar as I asked. So I suppose you were able. They didn't smirk at all. Then the boy, then tell us, bright boy, is it all for one and one for all? Will you play ball? I snickered, I don't play. But you got a case, bring it here. I hit the table, emphasizing my point they saw, a loyal officer once more. They passed over the files in an instant. Please look them over, <laughs> Abel. <laughs> Abel, it said, quite insistent. The room was awash with cigar smoke and silver light. Abel's glasses reflected it, making it veer right. Cain had sat his beady little eyes, piercing into me, casting a dagger. He was an impatient man, and I sure took my time. It was kind of my point, due to my previous life of crime. It had never been. I played the long game, trying to win. Darnell was upstairs, but I knew he'd spy. Would I take one last job? where I could die. The details were a hazy mess of suspected crooks that ran the drug trade of St. Brooks. It was a hospital past the edge of town. I looked at the men and then I frowned. So let me get this straight. You want me to buy from the magistrate? You see the lawful of this town that we were. The magistrate had to court criminals wearing his coat of fur. He was a pompous prick that liked to rob with a gun. The structure of this town sure had its fun. People said that he was a pillar before, but something had changed. He was vulnerable. Cops were finally allowed to earn the score. So there was a new mover in the city, probably with diamond-like connections, someone pretty. At least that's what I'd like to bet, as my son rolled down the stairs with regret. You're going to go again, aren't you, Dad? The boy's face held pain, and it was sad. 
The Phantoms had killed his mother, you see, when he was just a boy of five with no sense of our history. He wondered when we'd be targeted. As I was back from war a single year, this was the last time he'd ever shed a tear. My brave soldier, who in my eyes stood out from the crowd. No man loved his son more. None was so proud. I went to the precinct after I agreed to do the job. I left my son at home while I imagined him sob. Lieutenant Hollis had stood in the hallway. See, I kept sending jobs your way. You and that kid, me you should thank. This ain't the wilds anymore, you damn spank. I ignored the comment that ro rolled off the yokel's mouth and continued to walk through the south. The precinct was big in District 29. There were a lot of prisoners who were escorted. Back in line! I asked Raymond Jones. He was a rich kid with family owns. But that didn't stop him from being my only friend out here. Even after the others began to whisper that he was weird. Why was it so strange these days to have love for your fellow man? He handed me off the notes and I had to run. When I heard another officer say, Your boyfriend's out here? I saw Raymond's shame as they poured on him beer. He was surrounded, you see, by men of which there were three. I came by and gave him a prod. We'd stand together, I said. Why don't you leave, you sod? Ooh, we can't touch your pet, is that it? Fine, we're leaving, but I don't regret. I don't regret it. Spank, after you're done with the government stooges, I'm going to visit that dead wife of yours and, get yours and give her my scrooges. You know what I mean, don't you, Spank? Hands grew tighter as off ran Van Brank. Detective Lancet wipes Raymond's brows. Surprise you didn't attack. Not like the old you, anyhow. Raymond smirked. I had nothing to prove to them. He turned a picture on his desk around. Lancet said, Johnny and Maria. Don't do that on my account. The smile on his face was round. Lancet said, Still keep it with you. Raymond sarcastically said, It's none of your business, detective. It's not a game of who's who. I left with the files in hand, my broken friend with a fiery brand. <clears throat> I left, but not to speak the words I cursed. Driving back, remembering Johnny's words weren't worse. Bearing yourself bright, full of sun rays. Admitting who you were in life, he would always, he says. Look at Raymond, and it's the nod of the truth. I wanted to reach out to him, spear him to the roof. But he has to find those answers on his own. I called Darnell to make sure he wasn't alone. Never trust a sitter, I said jokingly. She answered, are you always speaking this appropriately? He's fine. Go back to your work. I opened the doors as I was greeted by the clerk. Light seemed to swim from light leaf to light leaf as I stole up and down the street, swaggering in my car like a thief. The dark silver sky of night and the cold of the region bit deep into my skin. My chest grew tight. Cold or not, the people were certainly alive and merry. As, as what I assumed was an old drunk on the street approached and said, Name's Sherry. Not many men around here with such raw power. I told them, I'm busy, doll. She backed off and began to glower. I got into my automobile, a Tristan Fox's 10 series, and ran the files against my list of queries. I kept my badge in the glove compartment out of sight and began to start the car engine tonight. It would be a long night.
the car engine from in the Novartium wind. I had my orders, and I'd like to have rescind. But now wasn't the time. Darnell's life was already too complicated. But I had to make sure I wasn't going to be burned and disposed of after, unrelated. There wasn't much I could make sense of at first. Something about George Whitbourne's war and his presidential election tour. Another note about Peyton Levins, who was running for the new magistrate, and I smiled thinly. So long the old era, eh? Levin's quite the coup. A little unoriginal, though. So they're removing the competition and using me, I thought. But anyone buying drugs, I'd need to be careful now, not to be extort. My skin made it worse, anyhow. I thought about Darnell again, but I couldn't leave this be to unattend. I had to help a drug runner leave the city. No mean feat, especially since he'd be looking th like, th like this would bring me heat. But if it went the other way and they set this guy up, I'd be just like the rest, soulless and corrupt. Today, at least, was an in he was innocent, and I'm not sure I could be clean being so efficient. My Tristran Foxes, 10 series, bent round corners at speed. I felt like a champion rider, mounting a great steed. As I rode towards my destination, St. Brooks to chat at the magistrate and have a conversation. The car plowed through a brick and mortar, knocking down armed guards and a wall. I stood out my claw, slowly men never seemed so small. I snuck up behind the magistrate, <laughs> snuck, and we began to talk. We need to chat about fate. You just drove through a wall. What's wrong with you, fella? Have you lost your sanity and all? I took a step forward, snapping his arm. People often said that I lacked charm. As I positioned him in front of me, he said, Come on, don't do this, man. Listen to me. You're coming with me, as I said. We left St. Brook. His men abandoned him, every crook. He shouted, Look, I got a kid. I got a kid. I got a wife. He slowly used a free hand to grab for a knife. His pocket hit he had entered then, so I broke the other arm. Don't try that again. You think you can extort me? I hate this business, and, 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 and that's the truth. Government had me control the trade. Silver City, man, it's a spoof. There ain't no shiny hope out here. I released the man's arm, but applied more fear. I showed him the list. That's when I... A shot was fired, and I'm glad it missed. I thought of Darnell, my kid, and I grabbed the magistrate and we hid. His shoulder was hit, and it looked rad. No medical care out here. It could be fatally bad. We held up under the rubble under, on the floor. Hiding in the hospital, I clenched my jaw. The magistrate opened his mouth, shocked. Words would leave him from behind these walls that rocked. <laughs> they they own this city don't don't you see that this was doomed from the get-go i spat i replied quick tell me what you mean i needed answers and i needed to have them seen the magistrate has said the, the, the dark church has people in here the republic's gonna be bled they have us using drugs and corruption i was blackmailed man in conjunction I showed him the list again and he answered, They're not my friends. These are those that they're using. Some don't even know they're being used. Sleepers, bright boy. I clenched my fist again, popping out my head. It gave me joy. At least till I realized this got worse. The church would 
the church if true would spin my life upside down this job was a curse the assailant had left a flicker in the wind a warning then i wanted to rescind but this was my job in the silver sea sometimes you had to disobey the law to serve it and it wasn't pretty There was a blinding flash, and I thought I'd die. I couldn't see anything at all, but I felt the fist fly. Yes, people, it was the first time in my history that I'd seen anyone with that kind of power in this story. I thought about Hask C, and about the lessons that Pearl had taught me. She had once patched up a wound with kelp. Sea salt kept it fresh, but I knew the man was beyond help. We of Jones Real Estate have just built the tower. That's right. The Diamond City Tower is now well under construction. We've teamed up with Wells Industries and we are working round the clock to ensure that Diamond City residents get the best care possible. We've been Jones Real Estate and we are signing off. Brown hair, short and trimmed, black glasses that were rimmed. The shirt he wore, white, opaque. Underneath his feet, the ground would quake. He had told his betters to sit in silence. Jonas, as he was known, the blue-eyed devil, would call for violence. White boys were killed on the street. This anarchy he would have to defeat. The man's group lay in wait at a quarter to three, for the bank to open and begin a spree. They gunned down any who stood in their way. Their excuse was disarray. Detective Jones was on the scene, moving with speed unseen. His was one of cat-like grace, moving the to the bank with post-haste. He disarmed in secret the first of the three, a, man by the, a, a robber by the man... Uh, a robber, a robber man named Wilson Hobb. This wouldn't last long, he thought, just doing my job. As he shot the remaining in the knees, he said, Hello, ladies, I am the police. As I left the bank that same day, I received a letter I read as I sway. I know your secret, dear boy. Your lover did not rape you as your father's newspaper wrote that he employed. Meet me by the church on 5th Street, Lazane Way, or else your other secrets will come out to play. Tempting offers, offer from a shadow. I'd have phoned Lancet, but I didn't want to chance it. Seeing Johnny again had been a long dream. Reporters and papers brought into my father's scheme. I didn't want to come out in the light of day, so I turn to the darkness and I say... How do I know you'll keep your end of the bargain? A spider-silk-like voice replied. You know that I will. Don't pretend. My dear boy, corruption has flooded this world. Let us remake it. A chivalrous land begins to unfurl. I got out my chair, shaking the anticipation gnawed at me. If I work with this devil, would he go free? My name's Scarlet Ross. I sit in a sleeper cell. I turn and toss. I have to protect the misguided fool. In a prison like Lancet wants the kid, she'd be left in a bloody pool. It's not a fault, like me with a list. Just take my word for it. I'll insist. Sure, I did what I had to with the magistrate. But the man was a criminal, the kind that I hate. Blackmail or not, he dealt to children and sent innocent to prison. What's more than? Now I'm following this detective round. He's back home with a child. He's found peace in that house in which he stays. I saw him pray to God today. Then why do stand for fools like the magistrate? It makes no sense, for all they do is continue the cycle of hate. Roaming the hospital floor, I found plans for the treaty, hidden 
in the back drawer. I took them out and then I ran. I was just alone here without a plan. As a child, there was a white room. I'd scream in it for hours. It was my home without rains or showers. They told us we were tools, weapons of war. There were no windows. I couldn't see the clouds soar. We formed attachments to each other. We sparred for days with one another. Ours was an education of pain. Our privilege would be the dirt, the rain. The Republic was the stagnating beast that under the threat of empires north and east. Mine was not a lonely knife but many of my sisters had found their knife. If the world is wrong, is the law. I ponder this as I sink to the floor. Sapphire isn't her name, but what she wants is to cause division. I think more on this as the detective and Darnell watch the television. How can we disrupt a piece like this? When suddenly my brain clicked and hissed. The next thing I know I'm overcome by sadness as I contemplate this world's madness. I burn the peaceful pages as, as the Empire's treaty smokes up, gone in stages. Cain and Abel set the table once more. Walk us over the day's events once more again. Washburn, you have the floor. I replied, the guy's dead, what more can I say? I told you three times. They chuckled for once and replied in conceited rhymes. It is regrettable it ended thus. But not the end of the world, bright boy. In us you must place t- trust. We'll need you to run the list of names. You are toy, because you must. The rest are not to be disposed of, bright boy. Listen well, you are under our employ. For once they had it over me. If I refused, I knew what it meant. For Darnell, you see. Cain and Abel began with the sequel. Abel was shorter, but both felt equal. Cain had said, We're going to let you in on a little secret. We're trusting your discretion, so we hope you keep it. I furrowed a brow. So spit it out anyhow. The picture of Maria hung from the wall. In this grey world, I'd almost lost it all. So this secret I'd have to indulge. I saw Abel's gut bulge. The first time ever, he leant forward and whispered the secret as he came toward. Um... That was the end of the episode, and this next part is just a preview. I wanted to uh, clarify that for those that don't know that the next part is a preview and it didn't just jump ahead a billion times. Pearlescent blonde hair and a beautiful red dress. Dame, assassin, and temptress. In this dreary grey scene, that dress and her smile, her hair were the only things here that lit the room as I stare. My jaw relaxes as I swallow my throat. She comes closer. In this moment, I'm not a detective. I'm a poser. She leans closer, smirking slightly. Come to tell me how much of a bad girl I am, officer? No, 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 not a man like you. Are you here to arrest me, then? I think back of the last few months and years, mind going round the bend. She leaves, and I want the conversation to continue, but she erupts into her song. As I bore my hands into fists, she was covering for someone I knew, and now I'm powerless to resist.
Detective Lancet grabs the woman's arms. You didn't kill Whitbourne. George was murdered by someone else, and you knew why. She cut him off. The woman laughed innocently. Yet you have my word already that I did. Her emerald eyes, like the ether, burned so bright they set my skull on fire. All I wanted to take her away from here, from this ire. Yet she returns to my stare and knows she has me. Smart woman like this, how could she act so rashly? Look, detective, you wear a mask long enough, you lose yourself. And that's all I'm going to say on the subject. The walls were emblazoned by a fearic fire. There was the man, I thought, the liar. As I drew closer, the smoke got thick. There was a heaving bulb in my throat, a smell that made me sick. Did I arrive too late to see this man's inmates poured out like the sea? The sulphur in the air became candescent. I pulled down the light, shone it to see its iridescence. Darnell would come home again, and I thought this and could not give in. I climbed ever higher, for I was in Hask's emerald spire. Spark the savings at JCPenney's 4th of July sale, now through Sunday. Get up to 50% off select furniture, mattresses, and window coverings during our home sale. Plus, save on hundreds of doorbusters across the store for the entire family. Save even more on select styles with an extra 25% off coupon. Celebrate every summer moment with JCPenney. Offers and coupon valid through 7-4. Doorbusters valid 7-1 through 7-4. Some exclusions apply. Furniture, mattresses, and window coverings limited to 10% off coupon. See store or jcp.com for details. For the ones standing guard, for the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. My dad used to say that. Sure, yeah, it's from Geico. Yeah, whenever I would ask my dad for life advice, he'd sit me down and say, son, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And look at me now, a well-adjusted adult with a drawer full of plastic bags I'll never use. <laughs> okay, I'm confused. Was your dad a licensed Geico agent? Nah, he was just a real good dad. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.